storytelling is a very valuable way to bridge divides. It's so much better than debate or just learning about others. It's walking in each other's shoes and seeing what it's like. Welcome to Hudson Mohawk Magazine. I'm Marsha Lazarus, and it's great to be here today with Paula Weiss. Paula co-founded a program called Children at the Well, Youth Storytellers for Peace and Understanding, over 17 years ago. So, Paula, how did Children of the Well get started? The two programs within the organization are Children at the Well and the Interfaith Story Circle. The Interfaith Story Circle was started in 1993 by Gert Johnson. And when my daughter, Ada, was 11, Ada got involved in the Interfaith Story Circle, and she just loved it. She loved telling stories from her Jewish faith at, that she had learned in, in Sunday school, and um, they loved it. They loved having an 11-year-old part of their circle. But there were no other kids involved for several years. And when a suggestion came along from one of the members that the National Storytelling Network was holding a, um, a contest, a grant contest for $5,000 for a program that could cause transformation within a community, she brought that to the group and uh, Gert had wanted to do a youth program for years. So I said, if you've got the ideas, I'll help you write it up. And that's how I became involved. And we did. We wrote a proposal for something like Children at the Well is now. And um, we won. It was a national contest. It was great. Paula, I saw something on your website about the organization's goal of increasing capacity for intercultural understanding and building diverse community connections. Can you talk about how Children at the Well accomplishes that or strives towards that? Sure. Well, we first of all, we always gather a diverse group of kids different religions, try for different walks of life, as much diversity as we can. And we don't highlight that diversity in the group, but we have each participant figure out what stories speak to them, what they want to use to explain who they are, what is important to them. So they're drawing from their tradition, their cultural heritage, their own family, their lives, whatever it is. Um, to come up with a story, be it a folktale, fairy tale, personal tale, to share with the others. So by hearing the stories of others, other kids in the group, and also hearing stories of professional storytellers that we'll often show them examples of and that sort of thing, broadening their horizons and developing empathy by, list, by traveling in other people's shoes and hearing how other people experience reality. It's creating a community and the, the, the two professional uh, teaching artists that, that lead the group are very careful to create a community consciously, um, establishing some set rules, establishing safety, confidentiality, that sort of thing. And there is a very important um, teaching component that is responding to learning with only positive responses to draw out what's best and not being critical so it and requiring that all participants do the same for each other 
so that it creates a community where people really can grow their confidence. And so in this nice, safe community, they are hearing the stories of others and, and developing empathy. And beyond that, we try to draw in parents in different ways, and we have potlucks and picnics and things like that, so people actually get to know each other. And I have made friends with you know people in the Interfaith Story Circle over those years. They're still my dear friends, and we've reached out to each other for so many different things. And uh, my community is more beautiful because of it. It's unusual in our society. It's so much more common that we cluster within our own groups. Paula, how does the organization or how do you reach out to bring in children from different communities? And, you know, specifically, where do you go or who do you reach out to? Well, at first we were... um reaching out to teachers of religion. We started with a workshop for teachers of religion, using story in the teaching of religion. That was way back, um, and Gert led those kinds of workshops. And then we asked those teachers to recommend some kids for us. And so then, you know, the following years, we were reaching out to teachers. We found that worked really well. Teachers tend to know their kids very well, and they can explain it with the families and all, and that helped. It's an ongoing, issue for us. We are an independent program. We're not attached to a school or a church or anything like that. And um, for a couple of years, we worked with Schenectady Clergy Against Hate. And so we've been kind of focused in the Schenectady area for a while and using space at the Muslim Community Center. And so we were reaching out to the Schenectady schools, the Niskayunas schools, the private, some private schools in the area, like the Anwar Islamic School and um, synagogues and mosque and uh, uh, Hindu temple of Schenectady. We're thinking that's a, it's an enormous effort. And we have now an, a beautiful group of about 17 kids, I think, but we are um, thinking about moving to a different model of going where the kids are. For example? Well, we have toyed with the idea of developing an after-school program and offering it to a school system. Uh, recently, we came across the Connect Center in Cohoes, and so we're we're going to do some exploring about if it might work there, that sort of thing. So the, a neighborhood community center where kids are going after school, anyway, that's where the kids are. Maybe more so in adults, differences sometimes can be threatening and not comfortable. Do children respond differently? to stories of different faiths and traditions. Do you, would you say children are more comfortable with differences? And how do they respond when they hear stories that are very different from what they're familiar with? It's hard to, it's hard to generalize, but I can say that within this kind of protected space that the um, story coaches set up and maintain for the group, there's so much respect and real openness to learning. Yeah, it's beautiful. Can you share us an example, perhaps, of a young person that maybe seemed to get a lot out of the experience and, and grew in a certain way? Or Yeah, there have been so many examples over the years. It's really hard to, to tell you about them all, of course, but... Uh, just one came to mind um, 
from this last group in early 2022, um, we had two participants just about the same age. One was from a private school, a religious school, and the other public school student who asked us to use they, them pronouns for that participant. And the first one uh, from the private school had been, was really taken aback by this idea. And she told me she didn't, she told the group she didn't, she didn't like it, she didn't get it. And <laughs> I wasn't sure how we were gonna handle this, but I, I talked with um, a wonderful friend of ours who is a storyteller and a therapist, and she uses story in working with some very troubled young people. And um, so I had a couple of sessions talking with Lonnie Peterson, and uh, she guided me. And I ended up talking with um, the student who wasn't getting it a couple of times and explained why we need to respect this in a community such as ours, and why this was being asked by the other participant. And then the week after, that girl was listening to this other participant tell the story that they called coming out, coming out to their family. And do you know that after the story was done, the reaction that this girl gave was, I think your story was so brave and good for you for telling it. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Talk about opening her heart and her mind. Really. And I understand you have a really interesting event coming up on Sunday, February 5th at 6 p.m. Can you tell us about it? Thanks. It's called Winter Lights, and uh, the name comes from a performance that the Interfaith Story Circle used to do in the winter, and now we've changed it into sort of a fundraiser in support of Children at the Well. And we're being hosted by Congregation Gates of Heaven in Schenectady. Six o'clock, February 5th, Sunday night, we're going to have a vegetarian buffet. We're going to have a few stories from staff and participants of Children at the Well and even some Bollywood dancing. And tickets are available on childrenatthewell.org and hope you'll come and join us.